we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello, and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, which again comes from the medical school of the Middlesex Hospital, where I have with me individuals whose happy task it is to tickle your fancy. But enough of our audience, meet the team who are... <laughs> Denise Coffey and Barry Clow on my left. Kimball Taylor and Willie Rushton on my right. And we go straight into the first game, which is called Initials. I'm going to read each team some abbreviations, and they must tell me what they think each stands for. And we start with you now, Willie Rushton. M-R-I-P-N and H. There's a little and in there. Or an ampersand. Ampersand, isn't it? Yes. M-R-I-P-N and H. <laughs> Middlesex revel in <laughs> physical nonsense and herpes. <laughs> or, alternative, that's it, that's it. alternatively, member of the Royal Institute of Public Health and Hygiene. So you fair enough. <laughs> Denise Coffey, here are the simple initials. T-O-E-T. T-O-E-T. O-E-T. Take off everybody's trousers. Funnily enough. What a manifesto. <laughs> I think when you hear the answer to this, this is going to be worth a round of applause from the audience, because it is, in fact, test of elementary training. <laughs> <laughs> Could actually telephone ohm E-T. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, it's your turn now. C-G-L-I. C-G-L-I. Charlie George laughs incessantly. <laughs> you Derby fans. Ah, uh, Cary Grant looks incredible. Can get lousy initials. It's also City and Guilds of London Institute, but we won't dwell on them. Barry Cryer, S-A-S. S-A-S. Pretty obscure. Um, <laughs> suppositories always slip. <laughs> Not with added very pistol. <laughs> <laughs> up, up and away. <laughs> well, I, needn't, I won't insult you by telling you what S-A-S stands no, for. No, no, no. Don't like the publicity anyway. It's the special air service, Tim. Thank you, Hump. All right, Tim. <laughs> you have ten marks for that. Thank you. Yellow Pages is our next uh, game, or rather this is the point in the programme where I flick through the Yellow Pages and ask our teams to stop me and choose a trade. And then at the end of the programme, I'll be asking the teams for appropriate names for members of that trade. And in order to make it easier for them, we're going to stage a ball so that they can announce the entry <laughs> trade. Ah! They're ah. still bogged down in the last series. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to flick through now, and Barry and Denise, you can stop me. Stop. <sighs> right, well, we have here garage services. <laughs> we have garage services, all right? All right. All right, Vicar. All right, all right. 
Now we're going to play Call My Bluff, a game familiar to all those of you who've seen the television program of the same name. The teams are going to give me four different definitions of a word, and I have to guess which one is correct. And they'll then tell me if it's true or a bluff. All right, teams? Here's the word now. The word is Robinson. <laughs> Robinson. Right, well, I think we'll start with you, Tim Brooke Taylor. Uh, in fact, pronounced Ribenasan. <laughs> it's a German fizzy blackcurrant drink. Um, used to be a favourite drink of the Moorish people. Um, the tribe is now extinct. Uh, possibly due to the fact that, in some people's opinion, Ribenasan can be slightly poisonous. Okay, Barry? Well, the pronunciation is not that at all. The pronunciation is raw Bunsen, <laughs> uh, which is uh, naked flame used by Louis Pasteur, 1822 to 95, which meant he always missed the arches. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he did experiments with milk and used to ask his wife to bathe in milk, and she used to shout, "Do you want it past my chest?" And he used to shout, "No, past your eyes." And uh, <laughs> He invented with his friend Macaroni, the basis of most Italian food. And people used to shout at him in the streets of Paris, him pasta, or they say Louis pasta, you see. And uh, he always used a naked flame in his laboratory, which was known as a raw Bunsen. Raw Bunsen, a naked flame, not Robinson at all. Louis pasta, always missed the arches. <laughs> Mary Cry, News at 10, Middlesex Hospital. <laughs> Okay. Rather like a lemming, really. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Rushton. Uh, it was funny that Barry should mention what it wasn't really, but it's the way Dental told him. <laughs> uh, it was quite amusing when he said arches, because in fact, it's Robin's On, and it dates back to the days when Sherwood Forest used to echo the cries of 180. Um, <laughs> it also echoed the shriller and rather unladylike cries of Maid Marion. Robin's On! Anyway, <laughs> Oh, it's, it's darts or intercourse in the Nottingham area with someone wearing wearing <laughs> green and a silly hat with a feather in it. <laughs> right. And your definition, please, Denise. <coughs> uh, it's, uh, it's a verb, to Robinson. Um, it's uh, to speak self-deprecatingly, but critically, in a whimsically self-opinionated style or manner. And the word, the verb comes from... Uh, three parts, rub in sun, which is to, to speak condescendingly as to a child. That's what it's. To Robinson. <laughs> right. Now, I've got to choose which one is the true one from those. The German fizzy drink. Louis Pasteur's old naked flame. <laughs> I think uh, Barry was a little bit over-eager with that one. Uh, I'm torn between the knees and <laughs> well, Make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> wish I was dead. Now, uh, I'm going to plump for Tim Brooktelly, your German fizzy drink. Will you show us now whether it's uh, true or a bluff? <laughs> it's a bluff. Oh, it's a bluff. No. bluff. So now, will the one who had the true answer open your card, please? It's amazing. I would never have thought so. Who would have thought
We go on to a new game now. It's called The Greatest Feat. And this game is very simple. Team members will now attempt to sign their name with their feet. <laughs> Please remove your footwear now, team. Tim Brooke Taylor should be allowed to start slightly earlier because it's a very, very long name. And he has very short <laughs> Could I can inspect the, the signature at the end of it. I'm leaving already. <laughs> well, wouldn't you if he took his shoes off? <laughs> Will you stand out here? Yeah. Finish. <laughs> you won't block Captain. Right, have you, everybody finished? Will you show me your signatures? Please. We're going to have to do a rather complicated uh, short, handicapping sy system now. Willie Rushton gets no marks for cheating. <laughs> and there is a signature here which has been written. I think everybody in the audience will agree that that's fairly impressive. That was written by Tim Brooke Taylor. Oh. The, fact that it, the fact that it reads Izzy Berkovich <laughs> doesn't deter me from giving him the greatest number of marks. Tim Brooke Taylor. Oh. We have the round now called Sound Charades. Using only the immense versatility of their voices, each team will in turn give us a charade of a play, film, book or whatever, and the other team will then have to guess what it is or why they bothered to do it. And Holly. it's going to be Denise and Barry who are going to do the charade, first of all. And here's the mystery voice to tell you at home. Body heat. Body heat. It is a mystery. <laughs> is it a film, a book, a play, or what? A uh, film. How many words? One. Are you doing one? No, no. <laughs> what my colleague needs. I'll give you a second really opinion. <laughs> Two. Mr. Gandhi, it's an honour to meet you, sir. Well, it's very, very pleasant to meet you. It's it's wonderful the way you're walking around there. You're just dressed in a loincloth. I mean, it's fantastic. Uh, how how do you uh, cope with? Uh, with uh, your bodily functions and... Well, uh, it's customary for me. It's, it's basically a matter of my um, metabolism. Oh, my teeth have fallen out. Oh. <laughs> That's the end of that. Bodily functions. <coughs> Kazi Blanca. <laughs> India. Son of Gandhi. No. <laughs> Return of Gandhi. Gandhi too. No, it isn't. Uh... Are we close? No. Well, I wouldn't presume to know <laughs> what you and Willie do outside. Is I'm not even close, and I've got the answer here. Has India got anything to do with it? In an oblique sort of way, in a very misleading sort of way, I should follow it up. <laughs> Only if you're there. Could you tell us just quickly the, the name of the film? Balrani <laughs> <laughs> Junction, perhaps. I think you, you, you could have got uh, some applause from the audience at the very, very beginning when you said bodily heat. <laughs> <laughs> they never said that. I know, but we're going to, if I don't say it, we're going to go on forever. Bodily heat, ah, uh, just said. Bodily heat. Bodily heat. Well, that's heat. not right, though. Heat and no. dust. No, no, no you're public. I've told them the answer and they still haven't got it. Bodily update, you guys saw. Bodily heat. Get the, you, uh, get the get the got They haven't got the answer. Will you tell them? Body please? heat. Gunga Din. Body heat. Oh. <laughs> so, um, give it to them. Body heat was the answer, and they're still looking up. <laughs> <laughs> the reins of Ranji Paul. <laughs> yes, correct. What a hit that film was. <laughs> you can try another. With a couple of body heat. Order, order. Body Tim heat and Willie. 
fancy. I've never heard of it. No, 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 no. There's nothing in the rules to say you should have heard of it. Tim and Willie, will you do a charade? Willie, will you shut up? Tim and Willie are going to do a charade now. Here it is on our computer for the studio audience, and here the computer. The mystery voice will tell you at home. The trail of the pink panther. The trail of the pink panther. Tim and Willie, will you tell them whether it's a film or a play or what? It's a film. Mm-hmm. How many words? Six. Ah, uh, Professor, I think I've spotted a spore. Well, don't apologise to me, old fellow. No, no. Looks rather like raspberry ice cream. Most peculiar. I think it is raspberry ice cream because it's pink. Right. Barry and Denise, start guessing. Uh, it's, it's a murder mystery. The trial of the pink panther. It's absolutely amazing. We have around our teams called New Versions. In this round, each team will improvise an extract from a well-known work, but present it in a new and different style. Tim and Willie are going to do this one first. And Tim and Willie, will you do Hamlet in the style of the Beatles? Scene one, the ramparts of Elsinore Castle. It's been a hard day's night. <laughs> and I just met my father's ghost, <laughs> who said to me, Ah, uh, um, listen, do you want to know a secret? <laughs> they poured poison in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> This affected Hamlet's mind, and he wandered around Elsinore saying, I am the walrus, I am the Eggman. You are a bit potty, <laughs> said Polonius. Um, ah, went Polonius. Oh, said Hamlet in a fit of pique, I've just stabbed Polonius behind the George Arison. Scene <laughs> three, the ramparts again. Um, <laughs> Hamlet is soliloquizing, but in private and upsetting nobody. <laughs> to be or not to be, oh, oh, let it be. <laughs> Enter left, Ophelia. Ophelia, Ophelia, Ophelia. <laughs> Whoa, get me to a nunnery a while. <laughs> Here comes the nun. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Happy dames are here again. All right, C eight. Uh, the graveyard. Ooh. What are you doing down that hole? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Eleanor Rigby, digging the grave by the church where the funerals funerals occur. I'm doing one for her. <laughs> Elsinore Rigby would have been even better. <laughs> Elsinore Rigby. Elsinore Rigby. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the funny one. Yes. Alas, poor Yorick. Not him, sir. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, poor Yorick, sir. He's the, the late court jester, sir. Suffice to say, I shall sing to it. I want to hold your skull. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, sir. Here comes, uh, here comes the funeral court eight, sir. Oh! Oh, oh, feel, more feel. Who's it, Mort? And quickly you can feel. Oh, feel, more feel. 
hate, I hate it's a very palpable hit. Sure. Hamlet shot up the chart. The success was too much for him. And the rest is silent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Tim and Willie get marks for that. And <laughs> Barry and Denise, now, will you do Oklahoma in the style of Barbara Woodhouse? Chicks and ducks and geese, let us scurry. When I take the train down to Surrey, every dog around starts to worry, and his ears go flop. My cardigan's woolly, and my skirt is plaid. My teeth are genuine yellow. <laughs> Though I've been married for 30 odd years, you may think I look like a pharaoh. Everything has to stop when I say sister. <laughs> Everything has to stop when I say trust. I'm just a girl who must say no. <laughs> Middlesex Medical School, we're going to play a medical version of Mornington Crescent. <laughs> and this is uh, a game that's very popular with doctors. It's set within the human body. And the winner is the first to reach the pancreas, or St. Pancreas, without traversing the major arteries. And the teams have all studied Gray's Anatomy, but I may ask our audience for their judgment on some of the finer medical points. Straight Mornington Crescent rules apply. We can't use any of the elliptical moves at all, because that would help enormously. In, in <laughs> Not in the male body. <laughs> Personally, I wasn't thinking of the male body at this moment. But that's it's my... Well, Willie has a point. That's... <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll start with you, Barry Cryer. Appendix. Bowls. Hasn't the appendix been removed? No. No. Denise. Um, I, I shall go straight to Lupus Henley. Oh, oh. groans from the audience. Is that, I don't, I don't know anything about it. Is that, is that permissible? Yeah. Yes, yes. Somebody said yes. But several oh. people said no. Yeah. <laughs> That was you his second opinion. <laughs> a few people said ouch. The one who said yes is a consultant. <laughs> uh, Tim. 
Loop of what? Prostate. Prostate. Loop of prostate? Oh, good. <laughs> Spleen. Philippian tube. <laughs> Mornings in Crescent. Oh, no. <laughs> Bundle of hiss. Rhyming slang. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Does that exist? A bundle of hits? Well, again, we have to ask our very audience. Yes. yes. We won't know until we did. <laughs> right. Well. Well, in that case, thank you. <laughs> if it exists, oh, I'd have thought so. I'm going to consult the audience once again. Is it permissible to move direct from the bundle of hits to the pancreas? <laughs> Hands up, no. Hands up, yes. You, Tim wins. Yes. Tim wins the yes. round. Yes. Thank you. Let's hurry along now to the next game, which is called Pick Up Song. In this round, one team starts singing a song and then stops on a word in the lyric, and the opposing team must then take up that word but sing a different song starting with that word. Very simple. And we'll start now with Tim Brooke Taylor. I'm just a girl who can't say no. Body knows the trouble I've seen. <laughs> the next time I saw Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you really want to leave Denise with Paris? Uh, I, I don't know how it goes on after that. Uh, her leaves... Her leaves, leaves, if you like, or her dress for spring, if you like spring. Spring? Spring is busting over, over the... V, that's a tricky one. <laughs> how about the next time I saw Paris? Yeah. The next time I saw Paris... To repeat. In the springtime, I love Paris in. In love with you, my heart and I. We. <laughs> we all oh. meet uh, again. I don't know where. I don't know when. When the red, red robin goes bob, bob, bobbing. <laughs> bobbing. Been a long, long time <laughs> from May to December, and the days grow short. Short is just like the water <laughs> the old mother made. <laughs> What's his mother made? It's wrong. It's wrong. Irish. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner. How did that come from Maid? Of the mountain. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner. Yes, it's a With a speech impediment. <laughs> In that case, come to me, Maid. Thank you. We can't follow that. No, no, no. And we wouldn't want her to be So now we come to the point where I ask the teams for their appropriate entries in the yellow pages. And your trade is garage services. Garage services. You can have the Irish woman, Emma O.T. Oh. From Ireland, will you welcome the Arup family? <laughs> Beg your pardon. Well, <laughs> <Or> granted. <laughs> the Arup family, that's Filler Up and 
Jack her up. <laughs> Here comes the proprietor, Ian Surance Plain. <coughs> I'm afraid actually he's, he's a bit late because he's pissed and broke. <laughs> With his fiancée, Miss Yvonne Perstuck. Entered here just under her initial Y Perstuck. There's Mark Kikar and Park Kikar. <laughs> and then Mr. Your Oil. All the way from Prague, that well known Czech Your Oil. <laughs> There's the Jewish garage owner, Morris Minor. <laughs> Takes a bit off the end of your exhaust. With his friend. <laughs> with his friend, Aaron Waterfree. <laughs> and Manny Fold. He happens to be drinking milk or brake fluid, as we used to call it at school. <laughs> at this point, ladies and gentlemen. Swedish garage advertisement here. Sven, did you buy this? <laughs> but enough of his sad stories. No. Why don't you consult Mickey Nickel Digger, Francis <laughs> wife Minnie Metro, a specialist in cartooning? <laughs> I always thought Minnie Metro was a tart who worked for Terry's Underground. <laughs> good point, ladies and gentlemen. I hurriedly say, join us again next week. Until then, goodbye. <laughs> Barry Cryer, Denise Coffey, Tim Brooke-Taylor and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. Now, an advance warning. You have five days to recover from the last half hour because you can hear another edition of I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue on Saturday at 12.27. <laughs>